everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing well, Steve. Middle of uh, Sunday evening routine, getting ready for the week, got some laundry in, um, and we are a couple weeks away from the draft. Yeah, we are. It's uh, it's fast approaching. Um, so, you know, this is like the fourth year I think we've made NFL draft predictions. Um, mm-hmm. Always difficult. Um, <laughs> we are, I, I guess, to uh, to save face once the trades start going down, we're recording this on the 16th. It's coming out on the 21st. Uh, so if any trades happen, then, you know, obviously we're not aware. <laughs> um, tough year for that because it seems like a lot could go down. Um, so, yeah. We already had some pre-draft trades, too, which, you know, kind of helped. Now we know Carolina moved up to the number one pick. Sure, kind of those top few quarterbacks are you know, set in stone, really, who's going to take them there. But, yeah, I'm imagining we'll probably see some other ones at some point. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So we're going to go through a handful of players, 30 to 40. Um, we're each going to make a prediction as far as uh, what team they're going to be drafted in what round. Um, me and Will do score points here. So uh, you get a point if you get the team right. You get a point if you get the round right. Um, whoever has the most points wins, and we, we still don't know what the prize is. So we'll we'll figure that out. <laughs> we got quite a few draft picks right now in our dynasty league, so usually we can work something like that into it. Yeah, yeah, we can work with something like that, and uh, we can go from there. Um, so, Will, did anything about your process change this year? Um, not particularly. I mean, I think. Maybe one thing is I just, instead of going through player by player, I went in and just did round first. And just sort of, where do I think this player should be drafted round-wise? And then went through by you know teams in that round that I think would get them. Because so I think teams are a lot harder to hit. But if you can kind of accurately guess the rounds, you can get a lot of points there and then hopefully hit a few teams. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I used, um, I found a site called Mock Draft Database that gives like consolidates a lot of uh mocks together so they'll look and be like well cbs has Bijan projected to go to the eagles at 10 and uh espn has them projected to go 31 to whoever like blah blah blah, blah. And they kind of could consolidate it all together um <clears throat> i thought it was interesting there there were some instances and maybe i was just misunderstanding it where it'd be like oh um Keishon Boutte is a fourth round pick and they'd be like, the last mock had a mocked at uh, pick 30. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, That's weird. Yeah, so there's some things like that. And I also noticed, like, our wide receivers, usually some end up going undrafted. But I think the lowest round I get to is the fourth. And that was kind of worrisome. But I also have no idea yeah. what I'm doing. So um, Yeah, it's still shot in the yeah. dark. I think I maybe got a couple guys into the fifth, but most of them in the fourth. So. You, you do you the best you can, try to get an idea, but there's only it, it, it really comes down to it. it only takes one team to fall in love with them. Yeah, you know, I, I think, but in all likelihood, there's going to be a lot of defensive players drafted that you know we we know it's going to happen, but probably more than our mock reflects because we're kind of looking at it more from an offensive perspective. Yeah, for fantasy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I did, there was one big change I made. <clears throat> I used to look at the positions and say, um uh whoever i'm just gonna make something up because i can't think of it off the top of my head um say flowers uh runs really fast he only knows how to run in straight lines um so he's like your boomer bust down the field threat and the raiders need one of those so you know i'm gonna have him go to the raiders that never worked out so i just threw that logic out yeah. of the window. <laughs> yeah because you I mean you can kind of fit that piece in but then push comes to shove they end up going to a team that has a piece that seems like that already. And they're just, you know, it's, it, it's definitely a crapshoot. Um, so are you ready to get started? Yeah, we can get into it here with the quarterbacks first. Only a handful here. There's really four big ones and then a couple of guys um, that are just more notable names here in college football. It could get taken, but I think we got kind of a big four that I'm, I'm guessing you and I both have in the first round. Yes, um, this was very difficult. <laughs> uh, very difficult indeed. Um, Bryce Young is first on our list. That's an easy one for me. I have him, the Panthers taking him first overall. The rumors seem to be leading that way. That's how I was leaning prior to the rumors. So 
seems like an easy, easy fit for me. What did you do? Yeah, I actually probably have it full flop from you. I have Carolina taking it, um, a different player at one and I've got Houston getting Bryce Young at the second pick at number one in the first okay, round. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, next, uh, we have will it's Levy, right? Uh, Levis. Levis. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to help me with all these names. Um, will <laughs> Levis, um, a lot of rumors with him with the buck or the Colts. I almost pulled the trigger on that, but I end up going with the bucks in the first, uh, need a QB, um, he's got, you know, Will seems to have a, a, a wide range of landing spots. Like as far as, you know, the Colts trading up the second to get him to him being like in the later first, like he's all over the place. Um, he was particularly difficult. So I have the bucks taking him in, in the first round. Yeah. I've got another kind of middle round pick for him, uh, middle first round. I've got him going to Washington. I think they need a quarterback. They're in kind of a no man's land. So maybe they move up a few picks into like the early teens or late, you know, late single digits, but I've gotten going to Washington in the first round uh, as the fourth quarterback off the board. Yeah. I filled out my list and uh, Washington is not on my list and I didn't like that, <laughs> but uh, I didn't <laughs> want to change my process of what I've already done. So I just left yeah. it like that. Uh, they drafted who did they draft this. last year. Um, they, they just Sam Howell. Yeah. Sam Howell. There you go. So yeah. not a ton of draft no. capital there. You know, maybe had a couple of player two here and there, but, he he was supposed to be the number one pick a few years ago and decided to go back to college and had a horrible year. He had um, Javonta Williams and Michael Carter uh, as right. his receivers, yeah. or sorry, as his running yeah. backs. Uh, and, and, you know, it's a great year. People were talking about, you know, maybe he's the number one pick. Maybe he's the first round pick. Goes back and loses both of them. And I think maybe a receiver as well. And it just doesn't go well for North Carolina. And he falls all the way to the fourth round. So. Uh, you know, you know, there's many cautionary tales of that. Uh, there's the, what, the running back um, from Stanford that went to Washington that was supposed to be like a first round pick and towards ACL in the fourth round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm relying on them sticking with Sam Howell. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably not a great pet, but that's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, good him. And they got, what's his name from Indy. Jacoby Brissett, uh, I believe, is their okay, starter. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Okay, uh, CJ Stroud. Uh, he is next up. Um, I have him going to the Texans in the first round. Um, I'm assuming you have the Panthers? Yes, okay. I have him as the number one pick. I think him and Bryce Young are kind of uh, a tier above. There's definitely a lot of hype about the next guy we'll talk about, Anthony Richardson. And I think he is in a tier of his own just because of how – much upside he has. He's, I think, the youngest of the group, at least, you know, class-wise. He's only a sophomore, probably redshirt sophomore. Um, and he's just so much bigger than the rest of the guys, but definitely very raw. Um, so I think he's in a tier by himself. But I think Stroud and, and Young are the two most ready guys that, you know, each have a few worries about them, but they seem like they're, unless a team just falls in love with Anthony Richardson or maybe Will Levis, who knows? Um, I think it's, you trade up to one because you're taking one of them, and Houston's pretty comfortable where they're at because they know they're going to get the other one. So, CJ Stroud to Carolina with the first pick for me. Okay, so yeah, we'll jump on uh, Anthony Richardson next. Um, I had him going to the Colts in the first round, uh, and, and the Colts trying to replicate an, an Eagles style offense um, with the new coaching staff there, and Richardson would be perfect for that. So, I uh, I, I really wanted to put. Um, we'll leave us with, with the Colts, given the rumors and, and, uh, just try to follow that train. But, you know, I liked the Eagles story, so I got them going to the Colts. How about you? I think that makes a lot of sense. They have the offensive coordinator from the Eagles this year, and they also have Garner Minshew who knows the offense and can, you know, he can, he can be the starter all year. You're not going to be a great team, but he can start and play all year for you while Richardson, you know, develop. So they do have a lot of that in place to get and draft a younger quarterback that doesn't maybe need to play right away. Um, so yeah, I think that I have him going to the Colts as well. First uh, full crossover we have there. Uh, one note before we get out of the first four quarterbacks, have you seen the weirdness of uh, that? Will Levis has been like putting out. There's just like a bunch of viral videos that have happened. Yes. Like he was the one that ate the banana, right? Without peeling yeah, without peeling, it, yeah, yeah. bit right through. 
He also put mayo in his coffee. Oh. Yeah, and, and, and like, it's yeah. like, all right, maybe this is... Is he is, the one that's afraid of he, milk he, or something? Maybe. There's been so many things with yeah. him that, like, that I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but yeah, it's very odd, and, and who knows? Maybe it's just a social media employee, but at this point, you're likely a top 10 pick. You don't necessarily need to be making more publicity to get yourself out there. You're already there. Yeah, but definitely. Maybe it's just him. Yeah, he's an odd duck, it seems. Yeah, that Maybe is. Maybe uh, Denver will draft him and pair him with Russell Wilson, and we'll have a nice little that, odd duck tandem there. There you go. <laughs> um, I I don't think they're going to be picking high enough. Probably not, no. I, I mean, <laughs> maybe you trade Russell Wilson for the second overall pick or something. Probably not. That's not going to happen. Anyway, um, two more quarterbacks. Uh, Hendon Hooker. This one I thought was difficult because he's older and coming off a late season ACL. And I don't know why anyone would draft mm. that, but uh, I have him going in the second and I have him going to the Rams. I'm thinking he could sit for a year, rehab the ACL behind Stafford. I do see Stafford retiring soon. My only hesitation is that I don't think McVay is going to be here long term and i don't think he's going to want a quarterback for the future i think he's going to want a piece to help him win now in maybe his last year because i think him and stafford maybe go out together he's rumored to retire every year so uh that was difficult but you know the the rams to me need an heir and uh, i think maybe hooker can uh can do that and you know he could sit for a year behind stafford and, and rehab the acl yeah, that's interesting. I think that maybe is one of our crossovers that we don't have. I don't have um, the Rams is as one of my six teams taking the quarterback. Um, so where I have Washington, you probably have the Rams. Washington's a better bet. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. Like you said, it definitely seems like if they're smart, McVay wants to get that air apparent in place. Wise, definitely. Um, they just they never have draft picks, so early second round it seems like too much of a luxury because i don't think they even have a first round pick no a lot of times they've traded them away yeah i don't believe that they do um but regardless yeah i've got uh Hen hecker also in the second round uh but going to las vegas another team that they have jimmy g you know he can play this year you don't have to get Hen um Hendon hooker right in there but he can learn behind Jimmy G in kind of a similar situation to what you mentioned with the Rams. I think Vegas is a good spot for a quarterback that doesn't have to step in right away. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they went and tried to get Richardson or, or Will Levis earlier to have as an heir apparent there. But in this scenario, um, they all went and, and they and the had the <clears throat> Raiders passing on Will Levis. And, uh, you know, wait until the second round to lock up Hendon Hooker, uh, who was having a great year before he got hurt. As you mentioned, he's a little bit older, but he was really coming on in his own. He had Tennessee, you know, kind of back in the limelight. It's been a while since University of Tennessee had, uh, had really a, a chance to make a run. Um, but the injury to him really hurt them. I, I had him to the Raiders, and I changed it. Ah. Yeah, so we were, we were almost aligned, but I changed it. Almost? Yeah. Um, Tanner McKee, uh, next up here, I have him going to the third and I have him going to the Vikings, um, as a possible heir apparent to Kirk Cousins. I think the third's kind of that round where, you know, the capital's good enough to hit, he could be the starter and, you know, be set up for the future, but also if it, it doesn't work out or they want to keep cousins and it, it's not the end of the world. Um, but I think it's kind of an exploratory option to, to maybe move off of him. We saw some rumors this year. Um, about Cousins moving on. So uh, they should be looking for a young quarterback to pair with Justin Jefferson and uh, eventually a, a younger running back, I assume, um, and a younger team in general. Yeah, this will be the first one that we are different on round as well. I've got um, Tim McKee in the fourth round to Tampa. Um, I was looking at mocks there, and, and once you get out of those first quarterbacks, it's really a crapshoot whether they're going in the second or they're going in the third or fourth. I think teams, if they want a quarterback, they're going to take one in the first. And, and beyond that, it's usually, I feel like you don't really see too many second round quarterbacks. Um, Jalen Hurts is, you know, one of recent memory, but for the most part, they, it's team trading into the back of the first to get that extra year on the contract. Otherwise, you're waiting a little more. So 
I've got him going to the fourth to Tampa. Another kind of air parent situation. You got Baker Mayfield in place there. Um, you also have another young quarterback that I'm blanking on his name right now. I know we had talked about him even in the draft process maybe two years ago now, three years ago. But I uh, nothing really solid going forward in Tampa. So like he could be a nice Kyle, uh, Kyle Trask. Trask, yeah, yeah out of Florida. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, six quarterbacks there. We are in line with all of the rounds except for Tanner McKee, and then we only have Anthony Richardson as the same landing spot. Yeah. So five different landing yeah, spots. Very interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so we'll move on to running backs. Um, another one that whew, a lot of difficulty. Um, and Bijan Robinson right up there. You know, high profile, but he was hard to pin down. Um, I, along with many others, are, are choosing the Chargers in the first round. Um, they'll move Eckler somewhere else and uh, start fresh with a young guy that you know can really do it all. So Chargers in the first round. How about that? We are aligned again nice. for running back. I have the Chargers in the first round. I, as much as he would be fun, the Eagles at ten. You just you can't take a running back that early, and that team doesn't. I think. He will go in the early 20s, whereas maybe most people, you know, grading probably expect him to be more late 20s. So I think a team like the Chargers jumps on him there. Uh, I mean, and spoiler, he's the only first round running back I have. So I have our next one in the first. I did bounce around doing it because I, I kind of don't think it's going to happen because running backs are just, you know, more and more devalued. Um, but Mr. Gibbs is up next, and I do have him going to the Bengals in the first as they move on from Mixon um, and just get a, a, you know, a high profile guy to, to complement in that offense. Yeah, I, I'm not in love with it. It does scare me, but that's what I did. So I have Jameer Gibbs, uh, running back out of Alabama, going in the second round, early in the second round there, to the Arizona Cardinals. They need a running back. I don't think they're going to take one in the first round, but uh, actually, yeah, they, they have a fourth pick, yeah, so they're not taking one that early. Um, but they could use a playmaker there in the running back, take some pressure off of Kyler. The receiving core is okay. They have some young guys. They have Hollywood, who should be there still. Still have DeAndre Hopkins for now. Maybe he gets moved at the draft, but uh, I think a running back makes sense there. They don't really have a ton that you're confident in. I think they probably take a receiver as well, but in this scenario here, I've got them early in the second round going after a Jameer Gibbs with, uh, with that second round pick at running back. Okay. Uh, our next player, uh, you know, my option actually excites me a little bit. Um, we got Charbonnet. Um, Zach Charbonnet, sorry. Um, I have him going to your Eagles in the second round. Um, I think that's interesting. I don't, I don't you know, we, we talked about Penny, you know, privately. I picked him in our mock because he was falling far behind or far enough, but I, I don't know if you really rely on him. So I think they go on to get a guy in the second. Um, I think that's more reasonable for the Eagles than, you know, a first round pick for a running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine's probably a little bit less exciting, um, especially for people who like Charbonnet and want to see an impact in year one. I've got him coming in and being in the second round and the heir apparent to one Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Okay, okay. Um, they got a plan to get something beyond him soon, and you know it seems like they're working their way toward a rebuild, but I think they could use a good backup running back there to take over, um, kind of like Derrick Henry did with um DeMarco Murray. Yeah. DeMarco, yeah, yeah. I guess he was there after the Eagles. Yes. Yeah, for a few years, yeah. like three years. For a couple and, years, yeah. yeah, yeah DeMarco's yeah. bonded for like two or Henry's bonded for like two, yeah. Yeah. So I think that would just be a good fit for, for him um with with Tennessee there. But not the sexy pick, especially for people that want to see more juice out of a player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, next up, um, I'll need you here, Devin. A chain, a chain, a chain. I knew that. I knew that. A chain, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have him going in the second round to the Bills. Uh, I think the Bills pay up for a running back. They, I don't know if they're going to be happy enough with Damian Harris and Zach Moss. Um, 
I don't know that a chains the answer. Like he's kind of small, um, but he still goes inside. I, you know, there's durability concern. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the smart move, but I think that's what they'll do just to try to get some more weapons for, uh, Mr. Josh Allen. Yeah, I think that definitely makes sense. I've got him going uh, to, in the second round as well, to the Bears. Uh, they signed, uh, obviously let they, uh, Peter Montgomery walk. Now the still close over is probably the one. Um, and then they signed from Carolina, like on his name. <laughs> Carolina. He, the was, two. he was a Texan. He was like a cold... You got the Achilles yeah, injury. Yeah. Torn Achilles. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'll look it up. Um, I'll look it up because yeah, that's gonna bother me if I don't. If I, yeah, or I think, Foreman. Yeah, Foreman. They're not, you know, studs. I mean, Khalil Herbert definitely could um, be, you know, could turn into something. But I think they want to, you know, keep working and keep getting weapons there. They put a lot of what, um, money into the defense. They made trades for receivers. Didn't really do much at running back, so I think a drafting one and using some early capital on one would really make sense. Okay, perfect. We'll move on to the next. We have Dwayne McBride. Um, I have a repeat of a team for you. I have him going in the fourth to the Cardinals. Um, same kind of reason uh, for you having some uh, running back to the Cardinals. I just think that team has so many holes, they shouldn't be using an earlier pick on a running back. I, I like the fourth, third, fifth kind of better for them. But uh, I mean, the Cardinals always make the wrong decisions all day. So maybe yeah, they tend yeah, to, maybe they should listen to me and maybe they, they probably won't, but uh, Cardinals in the fourth for me. All right. I've got Atlanta at the third round. Uh, I think they do, you know, they, they, they did get a lot of work there um, out of a late round running back last year, but I don't think they have a ton of, money or draft capital invested in the position. Um, so I think they could go running back and kind of muddy up the situation for fantasy even more. Um, and with some third round draft capital, that definitely would be scary for uh, any anyone who rosters any of the other running backs there on the roster. Next up, we have uh, Tank Bigsby, uh, an interesting guy. Um, I think most have him pegged as a committee guy. So I have him go to the Vikings in the third. Well, he'll form a uh, committee with Alexander Matson. Assuming they're yeah, let Cook Maybe Dalvin Cook. We will see. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, I hope not because we don't, he's on our roster anymore and I don't care what happens. Yeah. Uh, yep. So yeah, Likely. Vikings in the third to uh, take over for Mr. Cook and, and form a new committee there. Excellent. I also have a bit of a committee. Got him going in the third round as well to the Buffalo Bills. So you talked about nice, nice. use more of a kind of pounder there with James Cook and so have I think Hines on the team, but could use a little bit more of a bigger running back. So I've got Buffalo taking tank basically. Okay. I'm assuming this is Roshan. Roshan, good job. Yeah, Roshan Johnson. Um, also have him going into the third round. Um, I have him going to the Jaguars. Um, I think he might counter ETN kind of nicely where ETN is, uh, you know, elusive and, and creative and, and Roshan's more of a power guy. Um, so I think they, they could create a nice one, two punch. Um, so I got him going to the Jags in the third. I have him in the fourth round going to the Eagles. Um, and I don't know if every team's draft capital, but I know currently the Eagles do not have a fourth round pick but I am pretty confident they're going to trade back from either 10 or 30 or both and pick up some more mid-round picks, maybe future picks. And I, I think that they will acquire some more day three picks because now they only have uh, picks 10, 30, a second, a third, and then two sevenths. So they'd like to get some more of those middle-round picks, and I think a trade down makes sense. Uh, I think they could address some more things on the defense um, and offensive line in those you know, second, third round picks, and then go with a running back there in the fourth with Rich John Johnson. Okay, perfect. Kenny uh, McIntosh up next. Um, a lot of people have the Patriots taking a wide receiver, and this is where I have it happening. Um, fourth round. Hey, running back. Yes, yes, running back. Sorry. Um, have him going in the fourth round. Um, from what I've seen, you know, he's expected to be a, like a two, and I think the Pats could use him as a two behind Ramondre. Um, see what they got. 
you know, maybe in two years he'll be the starter. Ramondre will be out because the Patriots kind of cycle the running backs like that. Um, but yeah, Patriots are the fourth for me. Yeah, not bad. I actually got him as one of the lone fifth-round picks that I have, um, and I have him going to Tampa. Uh, no more Leonard Fournette. They still have a few other running backs there, but I think getting another running back in that room and just continuing to stockpile young players there is going to be what they need. It's really going to be interesting because no more Tom Brady, Bakers in town. Are they a good team? They have a lot of good players. I don't know if they're going to be a contending team this year, though, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, Bucks are a team that, again, I finished, and I didn't have a running back going to them. I didn't, I didn't really like that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, but as far as fifth-round picks go, um, Kendra Miller I have going in the fifth. Um, he is not my lone fifth. I got a couple others. Um, but I have him going to the Panthers. Uh, maybe get a burner later pick on a, on a running back here to get behind Miles Sanders. Um, you know, Miles on a second team, you know, he's not going to be around for four or five years. Um, so you grab a young guy uh, to back him up. Fifth round capital is nothing. Um, so get him in there to back up Sanders, see what he's got. Yeah, I've got him in the fourth round and him going to a team that you just mentioned, New England. I think they are going to take another running back at some point, probably on day three. And I think a uh, fourth round pick makes sense uh, to just continue to stockpile that room and make no one really, no one really appealing for fantasy. Beautiful. Uh, Tajay Spears is next. Um, I did struggle with him because, uh, you know, from my understanding, he's not big enough to be a good inside runner in the NFL. Um and he doesn't have the pass catching to really be a third down back. So <laughs> I, I didn't really know what to do with him. I ended up putting him in the fourth round to the saints, um, grabbing a guy, um, as, as they start thinking about the future, you know, Kamara eventually, uh, will be gone. So, uh, fourth round capital is not too much. See what they can get out of them and see if they can work them in somewhere. Yeah. Um, one thing with him and then I was, looking into a couple of these players he is like a like plus plus elusive player so it's i think there's really a good chance the team's going to fall in love with him you know obviously on the smaller side i think he's 200 pounds 510 so a little bit shorter um not as small as a few of these other guys but he's just been really elite at elusiveness um it's like his agility his vision was really good too um physicality maybe not the biggest thing but I have him third round pick, maybe more just because I like him more than most. So a little bit boosted draft capital there. And I've got him uh, going in the third round to the Raiders. I think they are pretty confident they're going to be moving on. Josh Jacobs after this year. So why not take a, a late day two pick in Tasha Sharp, Tasha Spears. Oh, Tasha wow, Sharp yeah, was what a callback. Another name, yeah. Um, then the third round there to the Raiders and, and just kind of get a you know nice young back that you can maybe pair um, with Samir White that's already there for a committee going into 2024. Okay, we're down to our final three. Um, Deuce Vaughn is up next. Um, I have him going to the fifth and I have him going to the Dolphins. Uh, I When I read his profile, hey, he was cop to... Uh, Jaquiz Rogers, which is a name I haven't heard in quite a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but he is like a versatile guy, but again, kind of underweight. And that kind of reminded me of the San Francisco system where they get all these like thinner guys that just get hurt. And, you know, maybe Mike McCoy kind of brings that over. Um, Mike McCoy's last name. Who's Dolphins uh, coach? There is a Mike. Oh, oh, Mike McDaniels. There you go. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike McCoy is a coach but i don't even know where he is yeah he was a failed one year arizona head coach yeah I think. yeah probably a offensive coordinator somewhere. yeah probably um but yeah the, the dolphins in the fifth round i've got him in the fourth round to carolina you mentioned earlier and the dolphins are one that i do not have getting a running back that i don't feel great about <laughs> looking back now but i've got him for all the reasons you mentioned you know wanting to get some depth at the running back position in carolina because you, you, know, you just paid Miles Sanders. More likely not going to be there for all four years of the contract, but you want to have some depth there and, and have another young running back that you can maybe turn to when you need to save some money and 
move on from Sanders. Nice, nice. Uh, Sean Tucker. Uh, I have him going in the fourth round, and I got him going to the Browns because he's good at pass catching, and the Browns lost their pass catcher in Kareem Hunt. Um, so I think it's a good fit. Match made in heaven, it seems. I got him going to the Saints in the fourth round. Um, you got Jamal Williams there. You got possibly a full year of Kamara with uh, maybe suspension mixed in there. But a nice pass catcher that could fill in for Kamara if he's out for a bit, uh, spelling Jamal Williams, and then you know possibly taking over as both of those running backs ahead of him are you know kind of on the probably back nine of their careers. Good to have a nice young running back there. So I got fourth round capital for New Orleans for Mister Sean Tucker. Okay, and last up we got Zach Evans. I have him going into the fifth with the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys moving on from Zeke. They will uh, need another running back. They won't burn too uh, much capital on them because I, I do think they just roll with Pollard and they uh, grab Zach Evans. Yeah, I don't have uh, Cowboys taking one as well. So Cowboys and Dolphins are the, the two teams that I don't feel great about because I think they probably will take a running back. I've got them going in fourth round to the other Texas team, Houston. Um, I feel like every year there's a team or two that has a really good young running back that has, doesn't have the draft capital. And you feel good, and then they draft another running back, and that's gonna, I think, happen here in Houston. Um, and just muddy that backfield even more with Zach Evans going to Houston in the fourth round. Wonderful. So we'll move over to the wide receivers now. Um, lots of tough ones here. Quentin Johnston is our first. I have him going to the Giants in the first round. Um, the the Giants need weapons for Daniel Jones. <laughs> They they need them badly, so I think they invest a lot of capital in one, and I got Quentin as that one. Uh, I got him going in the first round to New England, so the second receiver off the board, so more in the top 20 range. He doesn't get to the Giants as an option in this one, um, and I've got, yeah, I've got him going to New England. I think they need another receiver. They seem to you know not really get it right very often when drafting receivers early, but you got to take a shot, and, and he's one of the lone really big receivers in this draft, 6'3", almost 210. So once you, you know, if you want a big big receiver, he's one of the few options really available to you, and I think New England goes after him there to get some more weapons for Mac. Yeah, solid. Same logic, really. Um, yeah. Jackson Smith and Jigba, JSN. I have him playing with CJ Stroud in Houston in the first round they got two early picks one is on a quarterback one is going to be on his best friend a wide receiver in the first round what would that be the 14th pick i think they got the 12th uh i think they're 12 yeah 12 12. so i got him going in the 12th to the texans yeah i also have him going in first round and also i'm going to houston nice we did it my scenario yeah not pairing up with his uh with his college quarterback because i've gotten pairing up with bryce young houston but Regardless, still pairing up with a good young quarterback and hopefully forming a you know, good bond going forward. Um, yeah, first round capital for him. I have him as the first receiver off the board. How many first rounds do you got? I got four. Okay, I got four as well. Cool. Um, and next up, Mr. Zay Flowers. I will admit, I forgot KJ Osborne existed when I did this. <laughs> I don't know if it actually changes my opinion on any of it, but I have him going to the Vikings in the first round. Um, somebody to play opposite Justin Jefferson, uh, boost up that offense a little bit. Uh, I, you know, again, after I did it, KJ Osborne popped in my head. I was like, yeah, but is he actually good enough to, to not want a Zay flowers in the first round? I don't know. So I am going with the Vikings in the first and this is another one that I am high on. And I know he's kind of the trendy high name, um, but he's someone that I, I think can do a lot. He played for Boston College, didn't really have a – his quarterback was bad. I remember watching uh, some highlights, some film on him, and he, one thing that stuck out was his quarterback was just really, really bad. Um, he was open at times. He did make some good catches. Uh, as you said, he, he seems like he profiles more of a speed guy. He's only 5'9". 182, so he's got some weight behind him, luckily. But um, yeah, there's there's some really small guys later in this draft, um, you know, even just weight wise too. But he he didn't really have much help on that team 
and I think that might hurt him a little bit. I do have him going in the first round. I have him as the fourth receiver off the board at the very last pick going to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think maybe more wishful thinking for another player that a uh, prospect that I like in the draft, and then I think that would be a great spot for him. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I think he would obviously be all welcome um, speed threat there for Mr. Patrick Mahomes that will maybe miss in Tyreek Hill a little bit. Maybe not. They won the Super Bowl, but maybe you know, would like to have a little more of a deep threat. So on that note, um, Jordan Addison, I have going to the Chiefs in the first round. Um, I think it just makes sense they grab a wide receiver, right? You know, they, they lost Juju. MVS wasn't anything. Um, Sky Moore had some flashes, uh, but they, they need somebody else in there. So, you know, whether it's Zay Flowers or Adson, or, you know, maybe they wait and, and grab Josh Downs or Tank Dell or, or something like that. It seems like they're going to grab somebody. Um, we're thinking the same. We're just grabbing two different players here. Yeah. And I've got a guy that I do like as well, Jordan Addison. Um, he's a little smaller. Um, weight-wise than, than Zay Flowers, a little bit taller. Um, but I've got him going to, unfortunately, another nightmare situation in Baltimore. I think Baltimore needs another receiver. Uh, so you got Odell there, but it's probably just one-year thing. Uh, we're hoping Bateman can turn into something, but we haven't really seen it yet. There's been some flashes, and hopefully he can, but I think they want to take him to the receiver, and uh, obviously it would not be great for him with all the competition around, and you know, unless you have, you know, Lamar coming in or somebody better at passing, at least fantasy wise, it would not be a great situation. But I think there's a good chance Baltimore takes one there in the first. Yeah, I think that's uh, definitely fair. Um, I, I do got Baltimore taking someone a little bit later, so uh, we will get to that then. Um, the next on our list is Mr. Josh Downs. I have him going in the second round, and I have him going to the Panthers. Um, Big-time playmaker kind of guy. Um, I think the Panthers could use it. I don't know that... I, I don't know that they think they need it. Uh, Adam Thielen, uh, LaVisca Chenault, Terrence Williams, DJ Chark. Like, they might feel like they have a, a, a full roster. Preston Williams is there, by the way, Well. Um, Williams, I know man. We, had high yeah, hopes. we did. Um, so I don't know if they feel like they need a wide receiver. I'm underwhelmed by all the names I just read off. So I think they need a wide receiver. Um, so yeah, I got that wide receiver being Josh Downs in the second there. Yeah, I've got him also going in the second. Um, he and the next guy we're going to talk about are two of the smallest receivers in the draft 5'9, 171. So definitely on the smaller side. Uh, but I think he would pair well with a big or bigger receiver uh, in CD Lamb and Dallas. <coughs> I have taken a receiver here in the second round. Okay. <coughs> Next up is uh, Mr. Tank Dell. Um, I have him going in the third and I have him going into the 49ers. Um, he's a big touchdown guy. Ayuk has been a pretty good touchdown guy, and I think maybe they move on from him at some point. Um, so I have him as kind of the the potential heir to Mr. Ayuk. And, and he is the other guy I was talking about there. He is the smallest guy, I think, kind of height weight combined in the draft. I've got him 5'8", 165. So definitely on the smaller side. Uh, I got him going to the New York Jets in the second round. I think they moved on from Eli. You still have reigning offensive rookie of the year, um, probably bringing in Aaron Rodgers. You have a couple of other veteran receivers there, but they could use another good young receiver, and he it seems like more of kind of that speed, smaller guy. Um, you know, to pair kind of with the all-around Garrett Wilson. So I've got him going in the second round to the Jets. Nice, nice. Um <coughs> Next up, we got uh, Michael Wilson. Interesting player. Um, I have him going in the fourth, and I got him going into the Seahawks. Um, he was tough because I like he's a uh, he's a great guy that you want on your team. I, I just don't know if he's good enough to be anything more than like a special teamer, and you know sometimes you know out on the field um so i ended up throwing him in the fourth i could see him going in a range of different areas but fourth to the seahawks for me 
I have him in the third, and I've got him going to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, possibly going to need some depth there. We'll see what ends up happening with, you know, so where the top guys get moved around to. But um, I see him, uh, got him in the third, and I do have Arizona taking him. So I'm curious. Um, we're like halfway through our wide receivers. Do you have the Bills taking a wide receiver? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. I don't. And I, I don't know why. Part of me thinks Hopkins gets traded there. Um, I think that's a good shot, too. And mine is a later, probably the latest receiver I think I have okay. been taken, okay. too. So nothing super early. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Rasheed Rice is next up. Um, I have him going in the third, and I have him going to the Saints. Um, it's a good blend of, uh, of everything. I, I think the Saints are going to be looking for someone like that. I mean, they got Olave. Uh Michael Thomas is still on the roster, right? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. A- after that, I don't know. So Michael Thomas seems to be on the downtrend, and you're going to want to get somebody else in there. So I think uh, Rice could fit in there. I have him going in the third round, and I have him going to the Los Angeles Rams. I think the Rams taking him. Uh, I don't have the... Los Angeles Chargers taking a receiver, which I think that could be a good spot for a receiver to end up. Seeing people mocking some of these more speed guys there. Uh, but I, I don't have them. That's one that I don't feel great about. <clears throat> but I do think that the Los Angeles Rams could take a Rasheed Rice, who is a bigger receiver, 6'1", 204. Um, he at SMU. Uh, I think they could use some younger receivers there. A lot of the guys they have are older or kind of middle. Uh, you know, age-wise from an NFL standpoint. Uh, so I can see them taking you know, another weapon there. Uh, you named my next team, uh, Jalen Hyatt. I have going to the Chargers. I have him going in the second round. Um, I think his upside is a wide receiver too. And I think with Keenan getting older and, and Mike Williams constantly getting hurt, that they should be looking to draft somebody. Um, and I, you know, I'd be comfortable with them putting a fair bit of capital into that something. Um, I do kind of worry about the idea of them taking Bijan in the first and a wide receiver in the second, like any running back in the first and a wide receiver in the second seems kind of weird to me. Um, you know, I, it, one's probably an offensive lineman or a defensive mm. player in there somewhere, but yeah, that is yeah. what I've done. So they, they do need a wide receiver. Like you said, um, maybe they wait until the third or fourth to grab somebody, but I got them getting high in the second. I also have Hyatt going in the second. I've got him going to the, Atlanta Falcons. Um, I've got Atlanta taking a couple of player, a couple of skill players here. Not taking the quarterback. I think they are gonna hold off and, and likely maybe try to make a run at one of the big quarterbacks next year in the draft. But you put Hyatt in there with Drake London with Kyle Pitts. They are in a really good spot from a receiving standpoint, and that would be a great location for a 2024 rookie quarterback to land in. Nice. Um, At Perry is next. Um, I think consensus is like real high upside and zero floor. <laughs> so kind, yeah. kind of a scary uh, option there. I have him going to the third to the bucks. You know, I'm looking at somebody that has a high ceiling like that and think, Hey, sit him behind Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, and that'll give him his best chance to succeed. And then you can move on from one or both of them and, you know, move Perry up to the, the one or two role. So uh, I think that might be a good mentorship opportunity for him. So bucks in the third for me. Uh, and I have got him going in the third as well, but going to Minnesota, as you talked about earlier, they could use another receiver there. I'm sure KJ will be in line to be the number two, but they could use some more receiver depth at least, and, and he's on the bigger side. He, I think, is the tallest guy, one of the tallest guys I've seen here at 6'4", um, just shy of 200 pounds. So could use another receiver there in Minnesota. What round was that? Nice, nice, cool. Um, Jonathan Mingo. Uh, I also have going in the third. I have him going to the Cowboys. Um, you had mentioned the Cowboys earlier. You know, it'd be nice for them to add somebody. I could see them going without, given they grabbed Cooks and they got Gallup there and um, Tolbert. I could see them not pulling the trigger on one, but I, I, it felt weird not adding one in there. So I got him going to the Cowboys in the third there. Uh, I've got him going in the fourth round to the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, you have some. Decent depth. You got Devontae Adams, but I don't think you're going to be able to rely on him forever. So, you know, he's probably got a few years left in him. 
you want to want to get some more receiving depth there, I've got Mingo going to Vegas in the fourth. Keishan Boutte is next. Um, I believe at some point was expected to be the next big thing, right? Like that might have been him coming out yeah. of high school. Um, yeah, he was a very highly highly rated recruit coming out of high school and kind of was in that line of LSU pipeline with Jamar Chase, um, <clears throat> and Justin Jefferson, like Terrace Marshall. They had a ton of good receivers there. And when you have great players that are doing well on the national stage, you usually can get recruits at that same position. And, and that's what happened. Uh, and he, you know, didn't pan out as as well as they think. I mean, obviously, he's still in line to get drafted here. So, had a decent career, but not what, not what they expected, for sure. Yeah, so if there's one team that I think can uh, pull that potential out of him, it's going to be the Steelers because they just draft wide receivers and make them something special. So, I have him going to the Steelers in the fourth round. Deontay Johnson, I think, is going to be their guy for a while. Um, and what else do they have? They got rid of Claypool, right? He went to the Bears. Uh, Deontay Johnson, and they have Kenny um, Pickens. George Pickens, Pickens. yeah. Pick, George Pickens, Pickens. and then uh, the other Pittsburgh. There's a fourth-round guy last year that um, we actually have on our dynasty roster. Oh, yeah, I forgot his. Didn't get too much work, but you you got maybe a little bit of room left for him there. Yeah, so. yeah I think the, couple guys. they pull him in, and you know, there's always been talk of Deontay Johnson moving uh, on, so maybe mm-hmm. if he moves on, he slots in there. Um, the other wide receiver you think of is Calvin Austin. Um, ah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, got him to go to the Steelers in the fourth round. I have Kishan Bucci also going in the fourth round. I have him also going to a team that took two rookie receivers last year in Green Bay. I think as soon as Aaron Rodgers leaves, they say, you know what, let's just start drafting this <laughs> receiver not? position. Seems like it would be a good fit for our quarterback. Um, and just getting another good young receiver there <clears throat> that you want to give Jordan Love as much opportunity as possible to succeed and helping him with the receiver position is a good way to do that. So I've got him going fourth round to Green Bay. Okay, Cedric Tillman is next. This is where I have the Ravens adding a young wide receiver. I have them getting him in the second round. Um, another one that uh, or another team interesting because Hopkins, uh, allegedly Lamar asked for Hopkins and OBJ. Um I don't think they can afford that, um, but I do think. I don't know what Hopkins would cost. Yeah, from a draft capital standpoint. Yeah, I think it's like a salary cap issue. Like I don't think they could get mm-hmm. Lamar and fit him in there. But at the end of the day, you know, like you said earlier, they need another wide receiver. I have him grabbing Tillman in the second. Uh, so I have Tillman going in the third, and he is kind of height weight combined one of the biggest receivers in the draft six three two thirteen. Um, so across the board there one of the bigger guys and a team I think they could really use a big receiver because they just have a ton of kind of smaller guys that you know good skill guys but guys that don't have tough size is the Giants I think New York could end up getting another receiver there they have a lot of good receivers maybe not a great one and they don't have a ton of size I mean obviously you have Waller now but at the receiver position not a ton of size so you can see them going with a bigger guy and taking Mr. Cedric Tillman in the third. Yes, solid. At one point, the Giants had like the fastest wide receiver core. Um, So yeah, some size would probably do them some good. Um, Marvin Mims, one of our final two wide receivers here. I have him going in the third to the Falcons. I feel like the Falcons could use a wide receiver, um, but just, you know, put a lot of job capital on Drake London. I can't see him going super high again, but I got him going in the third. I got him going in the second. I'm I'm pretty high on him as well. I'm going to Carolina. I think, you know, rebuilding, you're going to have him paired with a, another rookie quarterback there for me. Um, that is Mr. CJ Stroud. And I think it's a, you know, good fit there. Guy that I think has a lot of potential, maybe isn't as high on a lot of fantasy boards, but I think the NFL uh, will like him. I do think he gets that second round draft capital. Okay. Last one here. We got uh, Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, I have him going in the fourth round to the Patriots. Um, guy that just soaks up targets, you know, Bill's always had someone like that, whether it was Welker, um, or Edelman. And, uh, I don't really think he has somebody like that right now. So I have, uh, Hutchinson go to the Patriots there. All right. And I have him going in the fifth round to the Buffalo Bills. But earlier there we go. Yep. ended up being the last guy on my list. Buffalo Bills taking the wide receiver and the fifth round. Mostly because yeah, I think they'd probably make a trade for somebody. We we've aligned on I think two 
teams so far, right? Bijan and I think so. JSN. Uh, yeah, and and uh, Anthony Richardson. There we go. Yeah, so three. Yeah, I'm eager to see because I feel like there could be there's a few there's like really only a few teams I think really could use a tight end, um, and a lot of these are maybe wishful thinking, but. Uh, I'm eager to see how we do here at the tight end. We only have five of them on uh, on the board. I, here I thought tight end was kind of easy for me. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I did that one first, actually. Maybe quarterback. Yeah, first, yeah. But. Same. I did quarterback, tight end. Um, so Michael Mayers, who we got first. Um, I have him going in the first round to the Cowboys. Um, he's got a very kind of Jason Witten esque style to him. And I think Jerry's going to see that and want his boy back. So I got him going to the first Cowboys there. How about you? We're off to a great start. I got him in the first, going to the Cowboys. Yeah, there we go. First tight end off the board, and we both talked about it. I think he's going to be a good fantasy tight end, but I think he's going to be a better NFL tight end. Uh, I think the next guy we're going to talk about, we're both kind of highest on and my top guy from a fantasy perspective, but I think the NFL is going to see the value of Michael Meyer, Mayer, and uh, it's going to have him as the first tight end off the board. So as I look at these picks, I realize that I have made a mistake. Um, Dalton Kincaid, um, I have going in the first round to the Bengals who need a tight end. I think, um, the mistake being, I also have the Bengals taking Gibbs in the first round and they don't have two first round picks. Um, <laughs> maybe they trade up. Maybe. I mean, may, yeah, that's the Eagles at 30. Go trade with the Eagles and yeah. <laughs> do something there. Um, yeah, I, I probably should have thought that one through a little bit, but the Bengals do need a tight end, I think. So. Yeah, that's not what you did, I'm sure. That is actually what I did. Yes, Cincinnati taking Donkey Cade number one. I think that just like when I was reading to the back of the first, that just, you know, probably not going to happen just because it looks too perfect of like a, these two guys are, you know, tight ends don't usually get taken that high in the draft, but late first round, they both seem like first round guys. And both teams, I think, have a glaring tight end need. So, I think that makes sense. And that, I think that's maybe more of a wishful thinking for me because I don't like Michael Meyer. I don't like Notre Dame. And I don't like the Cowboys. So put all that together over there. And then, uh, you know, Cincinnati is a great spot for a fantasy tight end. We like Don Kincaid as a better fantasy tight end. So I want him to go there. So maybe it's wishful thinking. Maybe it's, you know, it looks just looks too easy. And that's where we lined it up. But. Yeah, we are in sync with tight ends. So two far. for two. Okay, Luke Musgrave. Um, I have him going in the second. I have him going to the Lions. Um, I'm kind of worried about that because he's not great at blocking right now, and I kind of feel like the Lions want their tight ends good at that. Like he's, uh, you know, they're very in the trenches minded. Um, but I, I think he has the tools to to be a better blocker. And the Lions need a tight end because they moved on from what's his name. Hawkinson. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So trade in division. It's still kind of, yeah. Close so anyway. weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, second round to the lions. What about you? Uh, so I have him in the second round as well. Um, I don't have him going to the no. lions, so we are not going to be perfect here at tight end. I have him going to a team that I did not have taken receiver um, for this very reason. Cause I think a tight end makes more sense right now. Uh, and a young tight end that can grow with an up and coming quarterback. I'm going to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think he'd be a great fit there as a good young tight end uh, that can come in and play you know, almost right away. They don't really have too much in the way of tight end that's going to block him. Uh, still have good receivers around him. We both think they're going to have a really good young running back in the first round. They are going to need to build because they're going to have to pay the quarterback. So you're going to have to you know, sacrifice somewhere. And I think most of the time you see that with Chiefs. The last couple of years, you sacrifice on defense and you just load your offense up because you want to maximize that highest paid player. The Eagles, I think, are going to try to do that as well. And I think the Chargers would be wise to do that as well once they have to pay <clears throat> pay their quarterback. Nice, nice. Um, two more. We got Sam Laporta. I got him going in the third round to the Dolphins. Gesicki hasn't worked out. Um, I don't even know if he's on the team anymore. I feel like he's a free agent, but I don't remember him actually signing anywhere. So... Was I wrong? He signed with the one-year deal because he couldn't get a deal anywhere else, and he went to the Patriots. Right, okay. Ugh, him and Hunter Henry, yeah. so that's just... Wonderful. Yeah, you know, not great for fantasy. Yeah, so Dolphins need a new tight end, um, so I have him grabbing Laporta. How about you? 
going in the second round, and another team that I almost didn't have take a receiver ended up having them take one really late. I um, think there's a good chance they trade for a receiver, but they draft a tight end in San Laporta, and that's Buffalo. I think the Bills could use another tight end. I think Dawson Knox is good, not great. We saw him take maybe a step forward last year, but not really what they were hoping, and I think getting another weapon, another young weapon um, for Mr. Josh Allen makes sense. So I've got him going in the second round to Buffalo. Last one, Darnell Washington. Um, I have him going in the second, which I'm kind of looking at and kind of shaky on. And then I have him going to the Seahawks. I kind of went back and forth on that for a while because immediately I was like, oh, Seahawks need a tight end. They don't have a tight end. I'm going to send someone there. And then I remembered they do have Noah Fant. I just don't yeah, remember him doing anything this year. <laughs> like I don't think he did a ton either. Yeah, so like, could they draft somebody? Yeah. Could they just say, ah, I'm going to stick it out with Fant? Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, so I, I went back and forth and ended up just leaving it. I, I, I He's a really interesting prospect, man. He is 6'7", 264 pounds. Uh, the you know, kind of height-weight combo by far the best of the tight ends here. I think he's like weight wise, the highest and height, like tied for the highest. Like this dude is crazy good. He didn't have the production, but a lot of that was Georgia runs the ball a ton. They also have who is almost a sure thing, barring injury tight end prospect for next year's first round. Um, And Brock Bowers, like Brock Bowers is incredible. And like people are already salivating over him. For fantasy next year, he could be that. Kyle Pitts drafted really early. Um, tight end. So uh, I think Darnell Washington gets a little bit of kind of brush aside because he didn't do a lot. But he he played well. He's a big dude. He can block. But he is skilled as well for how the size. And he just didn't need to do a ton because that offense was great. And he was the second tight end behind a great young tight end. Um, but I have him going to in the second round. Uh, but I could see him going early first. I could see him going third. Like that one, this is really kind of all over. Um, and I have him going to Green Bay. I think another young, you, you go get a receiver in the fourth, but get yourself a nice prospect tight end that, you know, you can have him make some mistakes early with your young quarterback, Jordan Love, and build around. I think he's going to need some time to develop, but I think that would be a really good spot since that team. You know, maybe a year or two away from hopefully trying to get back into competing with Jordan Love and the young receivers. Yeah, it makes sense. I didn't really think of Green Bay, um, but they definitely need one. Um, so yeah, that wraps us up, Will. Um, I think we, we had a, uh, a good alignment on rounds. Um, uh, we might have had better alignment on uh, same teams as well. The tight ends really boosted us up there at the end. Yeah, I think we're at five then, five or six. Yeah, maybe. yeah, that'll bring us five. I'm going to pull up last year, see how many we had uh, um, lined up. We both had Malik Willis going to the Panthers. Um, it's just actually kind of interesting to look back on. Um, Malik Willis to the Panthers. I'm going through. I'm not. Man, we really didn't align on much last year at all. So maybe this was actually a good year for us. Uh, yeah, that's it. Malik Willis was the only one that we <laughs> aligned on last year. Really? Yeah. Okay, so we definitely are a lot more on. What happened to Matt Corral? Where did he end up at? I for- Matt Corral. I about him. He moved somewhere. I don't think he's in Carolina anywhere anymore. Did he? Yeah. Matt Corral. No, he's still a Panther. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I just I forgot about him, really. Yeah, I mean, fine. They signed Andy Dalton, I believe. So they're in decent enough shape at, at quarterback in case they don't want to play their rookie right away. The the year prior, we had a few more. We both had Trevor Lawrence going to the Jags. We both had Zach Wilson going to the Jets. We both had Najee going to the Steelers. Uh, we both had Jamar Chase going to the Dolphins. Um, hmm. Yeah, that that's an interesting one. Um, Aligned, but not correctly. Yeah, we <laughs> both had Rondell Moore going to the Packers. We both had Dinami Brown going to the Bengals. Uh, da, 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 da. And we both had Pratt Fryermuth going to the Jags. We actually had a lot of alignment that year. We were just wrong a lot. Well, it was like 50-50. Yeah. Interesting. Plus, it's interesting, too. I wanted to purposely not look at your picks. That's why I kind of did it in my own yeah, uh, on my own little app there. And, and I think it's interesting to see 
not influenced by each other, but also getting a fair amount of alignment. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how things play out. Ah, that's going to wrap up this episode. Um, I think we haven't talked about it, but I imagine uh, maybe our rookie mock is probably going to be next after the draft is over. I think that. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be coming up. I think we try to do that pretty quickly after the yeah, draft. That's usually a, a twofer. We do a, um, a regular mookie dra- a, a rookie draft and then a super flex in the same episode. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that makes sense. Yeah. A couple of shorter ones since they're not as long. Yep. That'll probably be next. Um, So yeah, then until then folks uh, enjoy the draft and trust your board.